0: Hello and welcome to the Developing Dads Podcast. I'm your host Neil and alongside my brother Gordon, we're going to explore life as two young dads trying to figure this whole parenting thing out. Join us every Monday where we aim to share our thoughts on how we raise our families, invest our time and explore things that interest us.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, a very warm welcome to another episode of the Developing Dads Podcast. We are on episode... Neil's rubbing his face for some reason. We're on
0: episode (laughs) number... It's been very critical. We've we've been on for four minutes. And he's like, what's that noise? Don't shake your microphone. (laughs) It's
1: it's just a perniquity about sound quality. That's all, Neil.
0: We're episode number 97. 97 Uh, hours of doing this.
1: (laughs) We are, you know. We're on the verge of of killing each other at some point. (laughs) Might get to 100. maybe we might stop at 99 maybe maybe this is the last podcast (laughs) um neil neil's also having a beer so uh we'll see we'll see how that goes um yeah this is episode number 97 of the developing dads podcast i um i don't know how it's the end of the week already i have absolutely no idea i've been on like six calls or something today straight chatting doing talking to clients and whatnot so it's kind of been a It's been a full and hectic day, I guess, Um, and a a full and hectic week. It's like one Tuesday I felt like it had been good, and then Wednesday not so good, and then today kind of. Um, But you got rid of the man flu? I have, yeah, but I I exercised on Tuesday, but then couldn't, didn't yesterday, and then because it was raining I was going to go for a run, but I didn't. And then I couldn't today because I had like six back-to-back calls. So... I'll try and exercise tomorrow, I think and try and get that ticked off Because you just feel better right when you exercise, yeah, even if you're feeling a bit under
0: the weather sometimes you get pick up,
1: yeah, I think it's just so I just need to exercise again um and get back into that I've, or, I've not so I' get back into it I just had a i just haven't done i've gone two days without exercising I guess
0: I've um done seven days of yoga every day twenty minutes a
1: day is that why you look stoned? Anyone's yeah. watching on, on, I, I'm Zen. <laughs> if, if anyone's watching on YouTube, Neil Neil looks like um Yeah, I, I don't know how to describe it like a drunk penguin. <laughs> My heart rate's um thirty five. <laughs> Your heart rate's at thirty five. <laughs> it's not
0: forty five. But um yeah, it's all yoga. I'm just I'm
1: just a, a monk now. Wow. Well, have you have you had the snip or something? Is this something you're not telling us? And you've just kind of No uh no,
0: I keep I keep thinking I need to, and um, James keep, keeps reminding me I need to.
1: <laughs> what, but, just in case?
0: Yeah, I, I can't bring myself to it. It just sounds brutal.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like you. I hear the argument of what women say when they're like, you know, you we we had to take pills for their whole lives, like contraception, yada yada. You know what that does to your life and your your hormones and all that kind of thing. It's like well. All right, cut your nipple off then.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, But then they give birth, Neil. So you know, are you not willing to sacrifice? Um, not yet, not yet. Yeah, it's brutal. It's wild, wild, isn't it? I don't know if I could do it. And I've got, I've got
0: an ex an boss, a previous company. Um, he's got infected, and it was a year of complications. Down there.
1: I just d I just don't I just don't <laughs> want anyone to to take a scalpel or a pair of scissors to my penis. While you're awake. What yeah, it's general anesthetic as well. It's like they just numb your dick. No. Like any like anybody who's had a vivisectomy, is that what it's called? Vivisectomy? If anyone's had one, feel free to write into the podcast. I'll send you Neil's address and then you can send some <laughs> maybe send him some pictures. How did it go? I yeah, don't want to see it, a cock. it Yeah. Well, I mean you know there's probably a few people out there who want to show you the cock name, you know <laughs> you could probably make a business out of it at some point you know You'd be like you know only fans vivisectomy <laughs> cocks <sighs> um anyway yeah welcome to episode number 97 of the dark and dads podcast as you can tell it's probably not going to have any rhyme or reason or uh, main focal discussion point um yeah, Gordon, Gordon, we'll Gordon texts
0: me five minutes before saying what we're talking about.
1: That's <laughs> because we haven't decided, have we?
0: No, just rolling with no. it. We
1: had, we're just we're just rolling it. We're we're ninety seven podcasts in, so you know what we're veterans at this stage mm-hmm. overall. We're not like the top three um, percent of podcasts in the world. Well, one percent. No, only one percent of oh. uh, podcasters get to episode number twenty one. Yeah, nice. So we're we're, we're doing okay. Um, anyway. I guess I guess this is kind of polite thing to do. Uh, episode number ninety seven is ask you how you are because that's how we uh, how we go about things. Um, You're right, Neil. Yeah, all right. Um,
0: as your week's been, my week's been very busy as well. I was in
1: Leicester. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Neil. I have to interrupt this. I've just had notification that my TV license is uh, renewed. You pay a TV license. <laughs> I'm an upstanding citizen Neil I do not pay a TV licence Gordon Do you watch BBC iPlayer? I do not
0: watch BBC iPlayer
1: I think that's a lie
0: <laughs> 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 I do it like this Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney That'll do me
1: Yeah it's an often like a it, it, it tears me up a lot Have you ever had anyone come round and ask you if you watch BBC Like how do they prove it though as well? Nowadays it's
0: hard. They used to like stand out with a thing if it was like aerial TV and like oh, yeah. measure the measure the uh, whatever. Radio waves. But yeah, now they can't really.
1: Why have I why am I still signed up to this bollocks then? It's like hundred and sixty quid a year or something. Yeah, it's a good ten or a month. Yeah, 10, yeah, 12 quid a month. You know? I'd rather be spending that on uh on some like I don't know, bald bald man treatment. You know, they're probably about ten pounds a month. That's probably bit, that's probably more beneficial for me than watching TV. It's been about um, five
0: years. I've never I've never paid it in this house, and no one's ever
1: come around. Wow. I mean, that's not advice we're dishing out the podcast here. <laughs> you <know>. We can't <laughs> we can't tell people you know <laughs> and get arrested because they're. Uh, but I, it's not it's not like the BBC news. You know, if they really wanted to scare people into paying the TV license, they would put it on the news, wouldn't they? Yeah. You're like man's gone to court and he's done done three <laughs> years in jail without paying his T V licence.
0: like nobody can stop you uh, looking at the BBC News. Like that's not included in your in your license, I don't think.
1: No. No, I guess not. There's probably like you can probably watch you can watch Top Gear on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Anyway, Neil I'm terribly sorry, I just had to interrupt you there. I'm I'm actually quite sad about this. I, I could do with saving hundred and sixty quid a year because I already pay enough to like that's post tax as well. Yeah. I've already paid tax on that, like piss off, maybe I'll try and claim it against you my business, anyway, <laughs> sorry, carry on um, Yes, yeah, so I was in Leicester at the start of the week
0: um, probably did the biggest presentation I've ever done in my in my young career of 10 years um, CEO of a company and a few exec directors, very senior, probably round the table, probably cost the I don't know, a few 10, 20 grand maybe for an hour of everyone's time um, very beneficial though could, could potentially be another customer that's coming on board. Got to drive a Polster 2. So I, I flew into Birmingham, rented a car.
1: Oh, is this his Leicester thing?
0: Yes. Oh yeah. That's and I got to yeah, Polster 2. Very nice. I'd actually recommend it over a Tesla. I just yeah. I well, feel I-, I feel I feel Tesla's gone too far into the fut- futuristic, like even the controls on the Tesla are a bit naff. And why do I need to see every car driving past me, every person walking past me? Like, it just doesn't give me anything. The poster, too, is like a conventional car, but with electric bells and whistles. I think Tesla's just gone too f- futuristic.
1: I think Tesla was clever. Like, like, if you think about the marketing of Tesla, right? They were first to market with a lot of technology, right? Yeah. And a lot of like, kind of new ideas because. One of the, I think one of the problems that I guess m- motor vehicles have is that they have all this infrastructure that's already been built yeah, yeah, and they've got all this technology that's already been built and got all this kind of like, all the stuff is already there and they've got to kind of fit this new idea of an electric car onto the old, old infrastructure or rehashed infrastructure. It's a bit like I think trains. Trains are a bit like that. Like we're basically on Victorian technology and trying to make it better for the 21st <laughs> century. Yeah, yeah. Would we still have trains if you know we made it from the ground up? Probably not. Um. So I guess that's what Tesla did, and the way that they were able to do it, they were like their USP was like this crazy futuristic car, with yeah, an iPad, yeah. like in fucking middle of the console you know, and like no thing in front of you and big screen window thing and, you know, electric and fast and all that kind of thing. But car well, manufacturers are going to catch up fast, like real quick. Um, but apparently the Tesla is like seven years ahead of everybody or something.
0: In yeah, I've heard that too. And yeah, the, even having the display in the front with the Poster too makes a big difference. You've got the iPad thing as well, but yeah, I just felt you know, the just Volvo the Poster too is. Yeah, it's Volvo. Yeah, I could have got I could yeah, I got that kind of vibe from it actually. I've, I've driven a Volvo. Is it big it's the same as mum and dad's uh, model okay. three. Alright.
1: Yeah. Cause it's like it's forty six grand. Yeah. Which is, you know Actually that's a ridiculous amount of money. Like why is someone buying here here's a like it looks nice, Neil. I, I like it. I'd probably get one. But here's here's the thing, right? what's the most expensive thing people own that they don't really use? Like cost to use ratio. Well, I think everyone's different. Yeah, but your car, like your car, what else do you own that's, that's a five figure sum? Yeah, true. And like your, these these AirPods, these AirPods Maxes that I have in my head, I use these more than the car.
0: Yeah, my AirPods I'm wearing,
1: I, yeah. Like all the time. Like you wear your clothes more than you use the car, yeah. So when you think about like cost to like wear ratio thing, a car is horrendous, and it's upkeep and it's maintenance and all that kind of thing, and it's just a bit like forty six thousand pounds for a car, and you'll use it, I don't know, twice a day. I, 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 yeah, but an as an hourly amount, like yeah, probably yeah. like twice a day is probably not even an hour. Mm you know how many people drive over half an hour for a general trip unlikely it's like 15 minutes or something right so it's just like 46 grand it's so much money <laughs> yeah i agree i agree um when you so yeah you yeah, buy you buy a hundai tucson for 10 grand <laughs> um so yeah I came so back to how was the presentation Neil? congratulations well done
0: good got some good feedback um and it was just, i just i did it with a uh, the managing director of the consultancy I work for which I have not really bonded with before but we stayed in the same hotel, had a nice breakfast together managed to build that relationship so it's good with Craig moving on it's good to kind of expand my, my network um, and then yeah, back I was into the office on Wednesday did a workshop, internal workshop on stuff Thursday worked from home but yeah, it's just been like a I haven't done three days away from home in a long time as in in the office. So yeah, I felt good like just to have a day at home today. Isla was sick last night so she was off school. Troubles of dad life. She seems to be better now but I had a companion at home with me. Apart from that, yeah, completed yoga for the week. Quite proud of myself. So um, you've said 7-day challenge. Feeling. Do
1: you um do you, do you like being away for 3 days? No Why not?
0: I, f- I feel guilty I feel guilty that Rebecca's got to get up every morning, get the kids ready every morning um, and then pick them up from school, make dinners like, I don't know how single parents do it, but it's a full on job especially with three kids. Homework like, homework's hard with three kids Um, are just trying to carve all that time out being a single parent I feel guilty, I think I think if I didn't have kids, then I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it. But the kids is,
1: thing. Do, is it because you don't view view raising kids as a job?
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. Because
1: do you think do you think Rebecca feels sorry for you that you've got to go away go for three go away go away for three days?
0: No, but I get my evenings. I get my mornings. <laughs>
1: Hi, but so but the kids the kids aren't at home during the day. I
0: know, yeah. I mean, she's 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 still working. Yeah. So I think it's just the intensity of of the the three morning nights homework that going. going
1: I guess through. you, uh, yeah. I guess the CEO guy that you said you had breakfast with, he's he's probably not throwing his beans against the wall. What does that mean? Well, Rebecca, at breakfast time, she's dealing with uh, a toddler. Oh, yeah. That when you put. Um, Butter on his toast and it melts and he cries about the fact that there's no butter on <laughs> the toast. But you have to tell him it's melted. It's not like the CEO guy's going, "I don't like bacon, I want chips." Yeah, we're having a civilized conversation. Yeah, drinking drinking nice flat whites or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? You know, you kind of going backwards and forwards.
0: And we stayed we stayed in the Hilton, which is a bit of an upgrade from my Premier Indies. um Nice spa. Had a had a um, gym session. It's a bit of a, a bit of a lavish trip, to be honest. Like, <laughs>
1: no wonder you felt guilty because you were just <laughs> walking around in your swimming shorts <laughs> um, Oh, I'm having a really tough time you know I've had the biggest meeting I've ever done in front of the biggest and uh, most amazing people but at the same time when I go back I'm going to have a nice sauna <laughs> <laughs> something like that
0: anyway I had to fly EasyJet as well EasyJet fu- I fucking hate EasyJet
1: EasyJet Ryanair any of those Air. you know uh, EasyJet have
0: started charging or saying you can't put your bags up top if you haven't got like a extra ticket or whatever it is. So they're forcing people to put bags under the seats and
1: there's no bags at the top. It was empty. <laughs> you know, you have a great time with uh, EasyJet, don't you? I fucking hate them. You know, like you, you really see it as a, uh, yeah, I think you, I think cause you had that experience where you missed your flight. That was, that was diabolical.
0: Every time I go, like I went to the gate um, in Birmingham. So glad I brought it up. And gate closes at six o'clock, apparently. But when I got to the gate, the gate wasn't even fucking open. (laughs) My ticket says gate closes at six, but the gate's not open yet. Um, So yeah, they've got one rule. Uh, Yeah, that annoys me. But the fact that they try and cram so many people in and nobody else flies to Birmingham from Edinburgh.
1: Because we've been uh, like, it's our fifth wedding anniversary coming up in March, Neil. And we've actually never sell, like celebrated necessarily our uh, wedding anniversary as such. You must have done like hotels or something. No, not since we got married. Because we had to, like two, two, three years in, in lockdown. Uh, okay, and then we've, fair. then we've had Olivia. So it's kind of like, well, what do you do? Right. And then we had the house sort of stuff and whatever else. So, you know, the, the income's not exactly been there to <laughs> go and do uh, something lavish. How much do you think? How much? Th- how much do you think this is? This is a good one. This is a good one for the listeners, actually. So again, we're flying like EasyJet or Ryanair, okay? Lisbon, Portugal, end of March, so 29th of March, maybe for a couple of nights. How much do you think flights to Lisbon uh, over a weekend will be with uh, with that little extra sort of upgrade where you get a cabin bag and um, carry on, and you know, like you know, the uh, the one above the you can only take. Uh, something back. in your pants yeah you, you <laughs> can only carry something in your pants uh, level right the one up from that where you can actually take some clothes with you no bigger than 12 inches <laughs> right no bigger than 12 inches whee the greenhorns right give Give me how much you think that is go on
0: 300 quid 150 pound each return nah 5 nah Five. wow
1: it's not a hit a grand it must be between five seven and... hundred and forty pounds for two people to fly a return to Lisbon. <laughs> like a ten a, kilo carry on,
0: a two hour flight or something.
1: Yeah, three three hours, just under three hours. Yeah. Wow, seven hundred and forty pounds. That's uh, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Like Take- if <clears throat> if you think remember back in the day, you know when I went to like a Polish wedding, you get like fifty quid return or something. Pounds, a pound, a pound, Neil. It wow. costs more to get the the bus. <laughs> at the time when I was younger to get to the airport than it did to get the flight to Poland. That's nuts, isn't it? But I mean, given that was probably a, not 20 years ago, but certainly 15 years ago, it was like a pound to fly. But £740 for two people to fly to Lisbon. And if, um, if you did add Olivia, that'd be over a grand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mental. Like, actually mental. And the the, the comparative cost... We can do a two-night stay in a five-star like spa hotel thing with a Michelin star dinner, an evening dinner, bed and breakfast, whole shebang Yeah, for a little bit more than that. I mean, that's Glen Eagles. Two nights in Glen Eagles would get you that. Yeah. (laughs) Mad. (laughs) It's just silly. So I don't think we'll be doing that.
0: I had a friend, actually, who just got back from um, Orlando with his two kids. Stayed in the Disney hotel two weeks. Seventeen thousand pounds all in.
1: Shut the door.
0: <laughs> Disney have started charging, so you get your park ticket, and for some of the popular rides, you've got to pay twenty twenty dollars per ride. So it's not included in your
1: ticket. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to Vegas <laughs> for that money. Like Se- fuck, taking the kids to Disney. Seventeen thousand pounds. And you said that my uh, F one paddock pass tickets were expensive.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just 17 grand. The price. Where's he
1: getting 17 grand from?
0: I didn't, I didn't ask him. Um, But yeah, Aberdeen to London and then London out.
1: 17 grand.
0: (laughs) He said you could probably knock off a few grand if they didn't stay in a Disney hotel. But that bumped up a substantial It's still over 10. Yeah.
1: Like, that, that's just not, no, no. Like on a family holiday, 17 grand. That's like we stayed, uh, we stayed in the Maldives, right? Remember when we went traveling? Yeah. Went traveling, um, went to the Maldives, and uh, I think that was for five nights, uh, just under five grand. Jeez. And that was like, that was like, uh, full board, uh, not, not, didn't include alcohol, but full board. You get your dinner, you get breakfast, you get lunch, you get snacks, you get everything. And that was on just under five grand, and that was in the Maldives for a week.
0: <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Disney've got a, like, a monopoly, and the parks. Yeah, he said there was like ten thousand each day in the parks. Yeah, like the money they're they're raking in. Anyway, how how's your week been?
1: Yeah, uh, how's my week been? Um... It's just pretty hardcore. I think, it's like I said at the start, it's kind of like been a balance of, I had Olivia on Monday, who did fantastically well at swimming, which I was very happy about. She's really getting uh, getting much more confident with it and enjoying it, I hope. There was no tears, which was nice. The, um, the Tuesday, I felt productive. I felt I got through a lot of work and stuff. But then Wednesday, you know trying to onboard a new editor with some stuff and like, it's okay, but it's kind of like, you didn't read this. You didn't read that comment. You didn't like review it properly. You didn't do this. And you're just a bit like, it's just that kind of like, it's like dragging your fingers down a chalkboard. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And I don't know whether that's because of my incompetence or it's their incompetence or communication issues or my expectation or like, you know, a whole plethora of things. So Wednesday just felt really kind of like hard on, like trying to like dragging some nails down a chalkboard. So uh, so that was kind of tough. And then today has been kind of back to back with some meetings and then trying to organise some bits and pieces. So it's just yeah, I've just stacked really, to be honest, stacked with stuff. Um, the uh, what other things have I done today? Uh, today done that. and then a couple other things like I've got. More calls tomorrow, but not many like one, I think. Um, I got golf on Saturday. Uh Oh, gonna play some golf, which is gonna be fun with the boys. Um, lose some more balls. I probably should buy some more because I've lost a lot of them. It's quite expensive to play golf, it's 50 quid to do a round, and then I'll probably lose like 10 quid's worth of balls. That's 50 quid Uh, to do a round,
0: yeah. Like, I know Glenn Eagles thinks over 100 quid for a round. round Oh, yeah, easy. That's a championship, maybe like 200. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this one's you know you can go and take a pee in the uh, in the woods somewhere <laughs> kind of place. Um, and then Sunday, gonna have some lunch with Johnny, our good old uh, Mister Jacobs. Have some catch up with him, see what he's been up to. He's quit the um, he joined the police force. I tell you that. No, oh, he joined it and he's quit the police force. So it's, it's kind of like joined and quit. Um, wow. Yeah, there's kind of like this. It's this kind of weird thing. I I I think this is a male thing like a modern male thing so like our age group right 30s plus i mean johnny's old he's like 40 he could be your dad um but it's like this modern male thing where we have these jobs now right that kind of seem like they're made up you know if if even 10 years ago if i'd said to you i make a living out of making youtube videos for people they'd be like what do you mean Yeah, yeah yeah that's that sounds like a fake job You know? So we've got all these things that make really good money that you can get a job. Like personal trainer. Again, fake job. Right? But you can make good money. You can make a good living out of it. But there's no no 50-year-old, 60-year-old personal trainers that you can look up to and realize that there is a career long-term. There's plenty of 60-year-old lawyers. There's plenty of 60-year-old engineers. You know, like the proper traditional jobs. So I think uh, some people, some men maybe, get kind of caught up in that where they don't see a future in this like fake job situation. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know what? I, I'll go and get a proper job and that'll make me happy. And then suddenly you realise when you go employed at 40 hours a week and especially in say like the police force where you're doing like 48 hours a week and it's night shift and it's day shift like and it's probably burn a year or something. T- Not even that, Neil. It's like 20s, late 20s, early 30s. Wow. And uh, you then soon quickly realise that when you were doing 20 hours worth of PT, it's pretty good. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So did he do his training and stuff, or did he just
1: kind of Yeah, yeah. Went to like police university and everything. Wow. Wow. He paid for it, like yeah, he get paid for it, like. Um, so yeah, he's, thankfully he stopped. I mean, I told him before he started out, he won't mind speaking about this. I hope he don't doesn't mind. Um, I told him I was like, you know, you, I understand that you don't feel like it's a real job, like personal training and fitness thing, but it's a lifestyle, right? And it's a pretty good lifestyle. Especially if you can maintain like, you know, 50 grand a year kind of mark, which is quite comfortable. It's very comfortable, in fact. And uh, and you'll be back. And here he is. He's back. So I'm going for lunch with him. Catch up with him because he's he went through it. We were having lots of chats about it and trying to make decisions and whatnot. And yeah, we're going to catch up and have some lunch, have some Guinness, something like that. Have a chat. Um, and then, oh, I've got something as well for next week. Guess what?
0: Guess what, Neil? We're gonna ruin the catch up next week.
1: <laughs> what are you gonna tell me? We're, we're gonna ruin the catch up next week. Oh no! Well, people, I can tell people how how well it goes. Okay. So I got offered front row seats to Chris Williams in live podcast. <laughs> nice. Who's he interviewing? I don't know. Uh-huh. No idea. One of my mates, one of my friends, can't go, so he's like, "Oh, I've got tickets available. I've got two of them. Do you want them?" And I was like, "All right, yeah, take them." Nice. So. You can, you can fly down to London if you want, Neil. <laughs> what day is it? Saturday, 18th. Hmm.
0: We'll see what the weekend's plans are. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've already offered them to someone else, but if you turn around and go, <laughs> I fancy coming, then uh, I can easily boot them out, don't worry. But yeah, I thought it was quite cool, like front row, Chris Williamson live podcast. That'd be quite a fun thing to go and watch, have a few bevvies and have a listen. Um, I'd be... I'm dog sitting
0: actually on this Saturday.
1: Oh, whose dog you sitting?
0: And it's a, there's a school thing on Sunday I'm going to. Um Mum and Dad's dog.
1: Oh. <laughs> Mum yeah. and Dad are away to the witchery for dinner. Oh. Are they going to the secret garden or are they just going to the witchery? Uh, I don't know. All oh, right. What's uh in aid of?
0: Um Mum's anniversary of her transplant.
1: Oh, is that like thir- thirty years or something now, is it? I don't know actually. I don't know what year. it
0: must be big. It's a big one.
1: Might be thirty odd years, I think. Yeah, because I was about four or five, wasn't I? Maybe it's thirty-five years. Who knows? Neil's Neil's checking his calendar. If anyone's listening on the podcast, and has no idea, while Neil's looking at a blank space, trying yeah. to figure something out, can't see the the date. But
0: so yes, yeah, so, um, we've agreed to take Bobby for the for the evening.
1: No, oh. do you? Get, is that the first time?
0: Yeah. And he's 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 getting he's he's getting the snip actually on that subject earlier. Um, end of this month. So right now he's in like the teenage boy years.
1: You could do it together. <laughs> Get the vet <laughs> Yeah. Same um, thing, innit? But no, technically his balls are removed. That's right, yeah, the, the, yeah. Right, you so a vivisectomy is just a tube big yeah. cut, right? That's just it stops the 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 joids coming up the spermitubi. Yeah. Right, and going and I'm and creating Creating mini nails. So he gets his testosterone taken away. Yeah, he just basically gets. He, he just turns into a, a a nobody. Yeah. So, but he needs it because he's in his teenage male
0: years now as a dog, and he's a he, he's a bit of a randy. R- randy, randy, but just like white a bit wild sometimes. All right. I mean, the like, kid, does it, Do the kids like him? The kids love him, uh, but the kids wind him up, right. and he wants to play oh. with the kids rough. <laughs>
1: right so well, that's, that's a, a let there's a lesson in there you know it's like, like <laughs> you want to play with a dog with teeth and wind him up then he's gonna bite you there yeah. you go know. you know
0: um but yeah they're good to see right. who, who chris Williams in
1: interviews yeah i think that would be fun actually because especially if he does like a especially if he does like a crazy person like you know uh, jordan peterson or something like that, that would be that would be nuts so i do I, yeah i don't i don't really know um what it is i think i uh yeah. Where about, where just, about um, is it? Uh, Leicester Square. Wow. Yeah. Um let me have a look to see if I can find exactly what the details so he's goes. come out with a new dr- new
0: energy drink thing, nootropic drink.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Um uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> they talk about <laughs> science, don't they? <laughs> like it's not it's not exactly science. Like yeah. I would say. Yeah, I think it's just Chris Williamson's self discovery. So I don't know if he's uh, doing a podcast. It's just a like a live session, I think. No idea. Yeah, I don't even know what's included. Just just going for the pants. Cool. Um so that was that's was quite fun. I'm going I'm actually going with a guy called Luke Turner. He um you know that gym that I do consultancy work for, the YouTubey stuff. Uh, he's into his, I. I got him into the podcast because he was kind of. I uh, t- told him about a certain episode and some bits of pieces to listen to, and um. Yeah, he he kind of enjoyed it. So I was like, Do you "Fancy a ticket?" So he's he's the one that's got it. If you don't want to fly down to London, you <laughs> sound. Um, I'm sure he'll he'll enjoy it. You you can tell you can tell me this Neil. How what when is the the acceptable time to put up a Christmas tree?
0: First week in December.
1: So. <clears throat> Guess when we are putting up a Christmas tree? Don't tell me this weekend. No, next weekend, nineteenth of November. Apparently, is an acceptable time to put up a Christmas tree. That's that's early. I know, Neil. I know. <laughs> Jesus would not be happy. Oh, is it because you're going to Dubai? Maybe. Yeah, and yeah it is. The... But then I'm, then I'm just like, why don't we just do it when we come back? <laughs> but no, but then we don't get we don't get as much time enjoying it. Apparently. I mean, am I just a Scrooge or is that... Uh, no, that is a bit... I mean,
0: we put our Christmas tree, our Christmas lights outside the house like the first of December last year and we were like a week earlier than everyone else.
1: Yeah. But the kids love it. Yeah, um, so, But November is a bit ridiculous. It's, it is. I mean, why don't we just put it up in July then I, we can just enjoy it for the six months. On that...
0: Um, I haven't told the podcast this. Have I? Tom Fletcher. Have I spoken to you about Tom Fletcher yet?
1: You mentioned you went and got a book signing, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I don't... I feel like... Because that was just last weekend. I don't think I've caught up
1: with you. Yeah, we did We did talk about Tom Fletcher. Did we? Uh, when did we last do a podcast?
0: <laughs> oh, I think it was Sunday, yeah. We have, okay. Yeah, we've we caught up a
1: bit. That was very Christmassy because he had like
0: elves dancing around and big Christmas oh, trees and... Yeah, it's a Christmas. It was a Christmas book he was releasing, which kind of made sense, so... But it's like
1: start of November. <laughs> the kids got very excited thinking it was close to Christmas time. How um, how how still engaged are all of the children with regards to Santa being real? Well,
0: Isla, and, uh, she's sometimes still awake and her bedroom's just there, so it'll be quiet. But last night, actually, Santa came up just before I was putting her down and she asked, um, some people at school, or she told me, some people at school say Santa's not real and then she carried on saying that, like, how can somebody eat the carrot and the mince pie that we will leave out if he's not real?
1: <laughs> oh, the deductive reasoning! And how did Neil lie to his daughter?
0: And then she was like, I "And mean, where did all the presents come from?" <laughs> so she's very much still in the in the Christmas.
1: Okay. So, did you lie to her? What, like, how did you handle that situation, you Neil? Know, this this could be good information for any. Um, dance. I just, I just played, played
0: it, played it dumb and say I'm not sure.
1: You lie into your daughter, <laughs> Neil. She's <laughs> gonna hate you for the rest of her life. Yeah. What are you can do? Just carry, carry on. Oh, all right. Cool. I'll, I'll leave you a big, I'll leave you a big good age for, for Santa. Yeah, she's starting to nail it. Like, as a, she's just the best. <laughs> <She's laughs> You're not the it. best. No. I mean, tonight she was a little bit, she gets a bit flavoursome after a, a sesh at a nursery where she's not had much sleep and whatnot, but she's just the absolute best. Like last night, last night I was basically just crying inside. I was crying inside with happiness and joy and pride <laughs> because I had, I had, I I I um, I took her home and had to do bath time and stuff because Laura's working late. But basically we sat in and she, we do this thing where she plays, she's got one of these Tony's boxes. Have you heard of these? Yeah, we've got one. Yeah, so we've got Tony's box and uh, she puts Elsa on it and the first song is Let It Go, right? And for some reason, like I decided to just start dancing with her. And now anytime she puts a song on, she goes, Daddy dance, <laughs> right? And how can you say no, right? You Your can't. daughter just asked you to dance. Yeah. No, you don't say no. So I don't say no. But th- what she did was, last night, is she uh, she put a dress on. Wow. She's got like a dress up dress-up dress, right, with sparkly bits on it. And then she picked up her baby and started doing all the moves that we do together <laughs> when we're dancing, and she was singing "Let It Go," <sighs> and I'm just cute. sat there, just just absolutely in bits <laughs> inside, just you know, film filming some of it so I can capture it and, and remember when she's 18 and she hates me because I haven't picked her up. Um, nice, yeah, yeah. That, it's wholesome. that was yeah, it's pretty sensational when that happens. Um, and that's that was the thing. Like I, I remember talking to to someone about this because sometimes you know the the mid 20 year old. Uh, Mid twenty year old sort of friends or colleagues, right? They're kind of in that place where they're considering having children, or like so there's a there's a children consideration conversation, and they'll they'll ask you like, do you recommend having kids? And I often find myself kind of sitting in the middle and being like, maybe, because it's kind of you can't you can't you can't recommend having kids. Yeah, yeah, because I, I it's brutal. Um, but then they also go into like other aspects of it. It's like. If you're rich enough, you're going to have like a nanny, right? So maybe the nanny does all the nappies and all the kind of like the dirty thing that comes with uh, being a dad or being a parent. And then part of me feels like, you, like you should do everything. Yeah, like yeah, like should like should should you be outsourcing any part of raising a child?
0: No, I am um, I disagree. Well, you, you kind of, I mean, everyone does it with the nursery and stuff like that, but the late nights and the early morning
1: changes and the bath times i think they're precious bonding times even though it's fucking hard sometimes yeah they're weird they're weird kind of bonding things like changing a nappy is kind of like the servitude thing maybe i'm basically just justifying the the crappiest part of parenthood but it's just things like that right it's the you know the, like the bath time for me is one of the best p- times of like compassionate touch yeah. like you're hugging you're cleaning you're helping you know you you do the moisturizer like you're kinda of getting them ready for bath, lots of hugs and cuddles and then getting their hair ready and all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of like this odd chimpanzee kind of, you know, primal thing of uh family unity and stuff. And then but anyway, maybe I'm maybe I'm totally over egging the idea of just changing an nappy, But <laughs> there's something about that. There's something yeah, about yeah. her knowing that no matter what, you'll do anything for her to help uh,
0: her. there must be uh some kind of link between the bond you have as a child to whoever. And who's there with you through thick and thin, like these rich people who have nannies or people that look after them? Oh, that, most uh, definitely. Yeah, there must be a bonding definitely. thing.
1: Yeah, no question. And there's probably things we're not really measuring either, like smell and uh, like exchange of like hugging and the hormones that that creates and all that kind of stuff, like you in the bloody birthing thing with your shirt off. Yeah, you know, the hugging away and stuff like that. Yeah, stuff. That, that seems pretty. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of always weird when someone when someone said to me that they their parents would never do any of the nappies; they'd have their nanny to do it. And I was Yeah, like, eh, we're, we're that's, going... that's why you turned out like that. Then, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> we're going through a, a stage of just like constant fights between Isla and the boys, or the boys with each other. And it's just yeah, it's like playing referee all the time. And there's this incident today actually of Isla had made at brownies last week. This pine cone that looked like a, an owl with stuff stuck in it covered in snow it was very nice got up the top of the stairs and was just picked out lying on the stairs like a mess
1: Cool, oh, excellent so
0: I was just like flipping out going crazy boys denied it totally absolutely unequivocally they did not do it
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is Rebecca did it
0: <laughs> Rebecca was here too and she denied it I denied it so trying to get the boys to like own up and be like telling lies is bad mean like we'll find out no idea how we'd find out but they still to this day to this hour they still deny doing it
1: but one of them has done it and I do you do you punish in that situation
0: especially when there's two of them like who do you punish
1: but both of them because someone knows who's done it (laughs) There's no way. There's no way that twins (laughs) who basically hang out together, who were joined at the hip, literally, there's one of them knows what's (laughs) happening. Yeah,
0: and Ayla came downstairs and she she was like, "The boys are still smiling. (laughs) See, they know what's happened." But they weren't smiling at that incident. But they they were—they're pretty sincere, so they didn't do it. We know they're lying, Neil. (laughs) Part of me is like because there's another incident of like one of the boys stole something of Isla's at roughly the same time Um, has Isla done that to get attention
1: (laughs) it's not victim blaming here Neil
0: (laughs) anyway I feel like I'm just a referee and a judge every five minutes in the household until they go to school
1: (laughs) yeah I I don't really have a solution for you I'm afraid not at that stage Um,
0: I remember we used to fight quite a lot yeah yeah, show each other and.
1: But that would be that would be when we were alone, though, wouldn't it? I don't remember fighting with you in front of mum and dad because then mum, like dad or mum, would just basically like get the wooden spoon <laughs> out.
0: Yeah, I can't
1: remember. Back back in that day.
0: <laughs> back in that day, sometimes you wish. Well, you just just, bring just be like, bring it back. I'm going
1: to hit you with this <laughs> fucking mallet. <laughs> you sit down, boy. <sighs> yeah. It it is a bit it is tough like it's tough, um, and I know there's kind of like there's all sorts of things about punishment and praise and and whatever not, but like if like I like the Jordan Peterson take on it. If your child is acting in a way in which you're not going to like them when they're an adult, yeah. So if their behavior right now is if their behavior right now you don't like, but you let it pass because they're a kid. They're going to be like that as an adult, maybe. So it's a bit like you treat them as an adult now, and if they're behaving in a way in which you wouldn't accept it from an adult, you don't accept it now. So it's like if you if you're both lying, I wouldn't yeah. accept that from an adult. So I'd be like, "There's there's consequences to this. And this is what's going to happen." Yeah. And if one of you tells you what's tells us what's happened, then we can f- forgive, and we can apologize, and we can move forward. Yeah, yeah. I'd be I'd be a, an absolute end for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be um, like you're not you're not doing this you're not doing that we've uh, we're removed privileges you're eating <laughs> rice from now on I I do find I oh, lost what tree I thought now yeah
0: the, so the boys when they're playing together they're having like the best time laughing giggling worrying about their bedroom they're causing so much noise but they're having the best time so you like it's hard just to like bite your tongue and be like oh I just let them play when they're just like hyper as anything Hey, but playing's all right. I know, but the level of noise and just like yeah, we, there's, there's, we there's, tell them to go and get their pajamas on, but then they're playing
1: and having the time of their life. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, like since becoming a dad, I, I don't think I have judgment of whether someone chooses to do what they choose to do as a parent. Like it's up, entirely up to them. I think yeah. I'm only going through a lived experience of this is how I would do it, um, and I feel like. I feel like Olivia has the balance of both, but she's she understands there's like a time we go to bed. Like for example, she'll be sat watching Peter Rabbit, uh, and she'll be having a great time and it's amazing and she loves it and she's laughing and doing whatever else. But it's bedtime. It's six thirty. We're going upstairs. We're gonna have, we're gonna do the bath, and it's now time. Yeah. Because we know that if we have that routine, that she's still dialed in. That as soon as she hits the pillow at like ten past seven, when she's finished all the bath stuff, she's straight asleep and she won't wake up until seven o'clock. And she's ripe as, ripe as rain. But if we just kind of, like, let her keep going for another half an hour an hour. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Routine's massive. And it, The
1: routine would kind of be ruined, I guess.
0: Easy with one, I guess. But when you've got three yeah. of them just playing around and having fun and, like, playing really nicely, it's like, oh.
1: Yeah, we probably do that just to manipulate you, Neil. Know? Yeah. You know, they look like they're all having an amazing time. Um... I was going to actually mention this kind of side-tracking aspect of things, but have you listened to Joe Rogan's Elon Musk podcast yet? <laughs> I have. Got a lot of thoughts about it. Oh, you do? I do. Have you listened to the whole thing? Um, my phone's
0: not using the webcam. Probably like 95% of it.
1: 95%. That's a good going. Good go um, I'm only probably like the first hour in, I think. Have they ordered the pizza uh, yet? Yeah, they're just about to order it. The, um, the, was it the sardines and the uh, pineapples? Is that yeah, where they, they went with Anchovies and pineapple? What are the
0: takeaways? And the, There's a lot of interesting stuff that Elon says, but one of the takeaways is like how Joe Rogan just doesn't give a fuck. Like, the, of the professionalism, I guess, of the podcast. So they're smoking weed. He's ordered a pizza. They but spend, that's it. That's they spend half an hour
1: it. eating pizza. <laughs> but that's the... Like, I, I can't listen to people eat but <laughs> to me, to me, that's the beauty of the podcast. Yeah. It hasn't changed. Like, yeah. Like I, that's why the podcast works so well, you know, where, um, where it's just like this, like Joe Rogan will just ask this kind of totally rogue question where it'll be like, do you regret buying Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Do you know
0: what I mean? And he turns around and says
1: it was making humanity miserable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then he goes off on a rant about like ext- extin- extinctionism yeah. uh, and extinctionist and like <laughs> le- left leaning like politi- po- politics and all sorts of shit going on. Like it's just like it's it's just. I find it like I don't I don't listen to all of his podcasts, but when he's got someone like Elon Musk on who I like to listen to and I want to kind of like understand or see what's going on in sort of the richest man's mind. There's just, a, there's just a weird eloquence that he has. Like, he's got brashness, but there's an eloquence of his ability to, like, have a conversation. With the richest man in the um, world
0: is, yeah, it's
1: it's mad. It's it's great, and I think that's why it's so popular. Like, it's clearly why it's so popular. Um, I think we're pretty lucky to have that so accessible. Yes, 100%.
0: <laughs> Our kids, like, 100- when we were kids, we had nothing like that.
1: No. And you, you know, there's kind of every so often on my YouTube explore page comes up like a, an old school lecture from Steve jobs. Yeah. I've seen that. Right. Imagine Steve jobs on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be fantastic. And I, I think it's just, that's just great. So, um, I, uh, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it so far and I kind of had a really interesting insight. Um, I love how he hammered home the whole like Tesla manufacturing thing he's like you do not understand how hard this is <laughs> Repeating make car. over <laughs> again. yeah he's like they don't make movies about manufacturing they make movies about crazy scientists in a garage
0: <laughs> but when when the, the pizza comes they literally spend 20 minutes half an hour speaking
1: about the pizza <laughs> I might fast forward through that bit I do also quite like how he was like I'll bet you a dollar that your uh, your bow and arrow can't <laughs> <Yeah>. through <laughs> my cyber truck,
0: and then they went and did it with like iPhone audio yeah. or something ridiculous yeah
1: <laughs> but there's a video That's an outtake oh is it, there uh, uh. On, on YouTube yeah and uh, it, it's kind of it's just so funny because I think I think I experienced it when I came to London so when I came to London I started working with like bankers and uh, hedge fund managers and these kind of people that I, I'd never hang around with because living in in Aberdeen mm-hmm. yeah right it just wouldn't be people I'd hang around with. And, you know, you kind of have an a vision of what a banker is when, when you live in Scotland, you know? <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is that they're not the caricatures that you think you are. They are, they're just kind of like very smart people that make loads of money. That's pretty much it. And they've still got the same traits that we have, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're still the same people. And, and I guess sometimes when you think about Elon Musk, you're like he's the richest man in the world and he's this crazy guy who's done all this kind of stuff. He also just loves banter. Yeah,
0: yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Dry humor, likes pizza, yeah. like like smoking a joint.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like you know, you can, you can we can give it a try. You can try and you know, you, but you're not going to get through my cyber truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just it's good, and and it's that that's the kind of thing that I think why uh, why podcasts like that type of thing work so well is just yeah, Joe Rogan just kind of nailed the conversational piece, and he's got himself to a position where he can invite guests that are just ridiculous onto it and have kind of mildly ridiculous yeah. conversations about the, stuff the, right it's the
0: third time elon musk's been on with joe rogan yeah and to get to it, get like that that
1: time with elon
0: what three hours or something ridiculous that's mad yeah
1: <laughs> yeah yeah amazing um absolutely nailed it anyway we'll we'll bring the uh the pod to the end maybe we'll go over uh our elon musk podcast uh enjoyment experience out of it but um thanks so much for listening this is uh like i said episode number 97 we're getting very close to our 100 one hundredth episode episode of the uh developing dads podcast if you have any questions thoughts feelings um either keep it to yourself or pop over to instagram where neil he says he's posted reels or something's happening but i've still not seen one come up um he's he's doing something somewhere in the background they're definitely uh, coming up oh okay excellent uh we also will have this up on youtube all the sort of bits and pieces you can watch us um give us a five-star review if you're a three and a half listener jump on uh spotify and we're up to 10 five-star reviews like that's pretty good maybe we can get up to 11 before we hit 100 um is there anything else we end on neil or is that it? Got a special guest hopefully getting organized hopefully if neil can neil can tell me some dates and we can get that that booked in and that can be our 100th episode but we're gonna have to get that in within three weeks so we'll see what they say yeah but yeah either way thanks so much for listening and uh we'll catch you in the next one cheers cheers